two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Hey there, cats and kittens. I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard. And I'm on a different piece of land. Uh, it's weird. It's weird, guys. It's weird. I'm checking in. Told you all that I was going to be doing the study abroad thing. And here I am. Wanted to send a little kind of update travelogue thing. Um, I'm about a week and a half into this uh, program I'm doing. It's been great so far. been learning a lot. I've been adding a lot to my wizard skills um, with all things Greek theater. And I, I, I did too. Uh, one of the, one of the things I wanted to check in with you on, well, actually, before I even do that, let me give you even an update as to what's in my wizard's tankard right now. I'm drinking some Nero di Avola, uh, Sicilia or Sicilia, Sicilia doc, organic red wine out of Italy. And yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what's in my wizard's tankard right now currently, and uh, I feel like I wanted to get, yeah just let, let you know that I made it all, made it through customs, didn't do all that. There was a quick uh, uh, my initial flight got delayed, so I had to sprint like mad across Boston's Logan International Airport to make my connecting flight to London. But I but I made it. I've been here, uh, yeah about two, yeah like a week and a half, two weeks, something like that. Uh, and it's incredible. I'm meeting some really fascinating and fantastic uh, uh, artists and, and scholars working on Greek theater stuff. Uh, we've seen a couple plays. We saw The Burnt City, which is this immersive theater take kind of on like the Trojan War. Uh, that was kind of fun, except I didn't realize there was like a Troy part. I was just in the Greek section. I was like, oh yeah, this is very sad. Here's Agamemnon killing his daughter, Iphigenia. And it just loops like every hour. And then I was trying, oh, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm getting tired. I think I've seen everything there is to see. Go through a door. And it's like, wait, there's a whole other city here. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. And as I was trying to explore that part, I wound up in the bar and then outside. And so, I mean, that was kind of a bummer, but the Greek stuff's the best part anyway, I think, because that's all I've seen. Um, and then, let's see, we saw another another play, also based on the Agamemnon, Clytemnestra, uh, Iphigenia story. That seems really popular. It's almost as if, ah, is there some bigger point to be raised about, like, the older generation sacrificing the younger generation um, and not having any hope? I wonder, hmm... That, that doesn't remind me of anything at all that's been happening in our in our world in the 2020s. No, not a, not a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, I got to meet with got, got to talk briefly with some like super cool Greek theater scholars. Um, uh, I would have had an in-person meeting with Fiona McIntosh, uh, who's phenomenal. She's the head of the Archive of Performances of Greek and Roman Drama, but we had goddamn COVID scare. So she just had to zoom in instead of meeting in person. I'll get to meet her later uh, on the trip, hopefully. Um, got that. And then I also got a brand new copy of the Orestia, aka the Oresteia, which includes the Agamemnon as translated by Oliver Taplin, who's again, this like, he is the dude. 
he's like the guy in the 70s who said, yeah, all this Greek theater, what if we actually thought about uh, exploring it in performance and not just reading it, not just treating it as like a philological kind of exercise? What if we actually like produced it and used that as scholarship? Uh, so I got a copy of his translations and he signed all of our books. So I have a book signed by Oliver Taplin because uh, he's the man. And um, yeah, and we're just we're just cruising along, motoring along. Um, the other sort of thing of note that I recently uh, got to experience, and I also think is going to be relevant to this episode from the vault, is I did it. Well, not just me, like everybody else in the group. But one morning we went to the British Museum and got to see all of their holdings. And yeah, I've seen the Parthenon marbles. I, I've seen these um, incredibly beautiful and poignant works of art that that hands sculpted 20, 2,400 years ago. Um, and this isn't the... I mean, maybe it's a little bit of the red wine in the wizard's tankard talking here. Um, but it's also just seeing that and it's and experiencing it in person and then thinking, yeah, the hands that sculpted that sculpted these were hands that held other people, um, hands that picked up weapons to fight in a war, hands which plucked olives and made bread. And yeah, it's it's it truly is. Uh, it's a. It, it gives you perspective and all of our squabbles and things that, and, and, and even more, more than squabbles, there are like serious issues and serious things in the, happening in the world right now that we have to figure out somehow. Um, and that was happening two and a half millennia ago. There were incredible struggles and uh, cataclysmic events, existential threats, and people were, were still making art. And we have that art today. And it's amazing. So um, I'll upload some pictures. I'll, I'll send some pictures to Mark, make sure that he, that uh, on our Instagram, as well as on our Twitter, Twitter account, um, I'll, I'll share some of the things that I got to see. But, but the ones and zeros on the screen, um, even in rendered high def 4K, yeah, they still don't compare. They, they, they don't compare. And I know it's not easy. I know it's, it does. It takes, it takes a good amount of doing uh, to travel from the U.S. or Canada or Puerto Rico or w wherever you may be listening. Uh, I understand that, it's, that it does, it's, it, it's, a, it's a bit of an investment to, to come travel out to London and see these things um, and, and other fantastic works of art uh, in history. Um, and send them back, bring them back home. We, there's, there's no reason. There's no reasons why the Parthenon marbles shouldn't, shouldn't be, um, in Greece. That's, that's the other thing. Um, and, and so, yeah, speaking of, speaking of that, that's, that, that's why, that, that's one of the reasons why, uh, we're re-releasing this episode out of the vault. Um, and then two days from recording this, I'm recording this um, Wednesday, June 15th, Friday, June 17th, I'm boarding a plane and I'm flying to Greece. And 
that'll be a whirlwind. I'll be in Delphi for three days. Uh, I'll be uh, uh, in Nafplio by, yeah, the ruins of Argos and Mycenae, um, where Agamemnon would have been. And then we'll spend some time in Athens at the Acropolis Museum, where where there are some very important um, items not in the Acropolis Museum's holding. And I hope that they get there soon. And yeah, I, I try not to get too spicy, too political, but I, I think this is appropriate. I think this is appropriate. And, um, and so, yeah, for that, for that reason, and not because it's hard to, man, you thought recording a podcast was difficult with a two time zone difference. Try like a two continent difference. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna, that's not gonna work. Um, but, um, but yes, I will send another check-in, um, another little update along the way after I've been in Greece for a while, after I've breathed that air and felt that ground and, um, yeah, screw it. I'll even drink some seawater just to say that I drank Mediterranean, <laughs> all the sensory details. Um, oh wow. I didn't think I was, as I sat down to record, I was like, Josh, there's no way you can talk 10 minutes extemporaneously about this. Uh, but here we are at nine and nine and a half. So, um, all right, everybody. Uh, thank you once again for tuning in. Mark, much love, buddy. Can't wait to be recording back in person. Uh, listeners, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for your continued support. And I'll go ahead and sign off. This is your Wizard Abroad, uh, Wizard Travels. I'm Josh, and hope you enjoy this episode. Take care, everybody. Then come to find out, nope, I got strep. It's like of all of all the things in weird COVID world and freaking out about like, oh, do I have a cough? Do I do I have a fever? Is my throat sore? Um, cause I'm cause I'm vaccinated. I'm I'm vaxxed and I got super stressed out. I even texted you like the following yeah. night after a fevered uh, sleep where I was like waking up every hour to to both go to the bathroom and just drink a bunch of water. And I was texting you, oh, was like, Mark, I, I think maybe I got like turbo COVID. Like, like, well past all the Greek letters. This is like uh, uh, sequels to Street Fighter COVID. It's like, yeah, I, I think I got the Turbo Edition. <laughs> uh, but nope, just strep. And fortunately, there's a long, uh, well-proven, well-documented, uh, highly efficacious treatment. So yeah, I'm on uh, antibiotics and feeling a lot better. So that's that's how I am. <laughs> Good. <laughs> which the two wizards podcast is not a medical show please do not take our advice consult your your family physician you know do all that uh but if you have strep throat ask for amoxicillin and that that'll 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 do you <laughs> what did i tell you you're like i got strep and i was like woo you're living that scissor life. yeah <laughs> yeah well and something also like oh yes josh you're the bane of Every fourth grade classroom now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I, and that's the other funny thing too. I have never had strep before in my life. Like growing up as a kid. Really? Yeah, growing up as a kid, going to public school. My mom was a public school teacher. She was an elementary teacher. Never had strep until the ripe old age of 34. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, that's uh, just a, another sign of the times, I guess. Another sign of the times. But um it'll happen i yeah. i don't know i don't 
I think the last time I had strep was in like second grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and I was like, I wasn't doing the full on like doom searching through WebMD, but I, but I was kind of feeling right. slighted. It's like the vast majority of strep throat cases are for, are for school children and it's only very rarely in adults. I'm like, you don't have to rub it in. Jeez. I didn't choose to get strep. <laughs> it's like, yeah, really grown ups with healthy functioning immune systems. They, they, <laughs> It's less than 5% of strep cases. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Uh-oh, looks like somebody got a toddler illness. <laughs> oh, no. It's okay, champ. We're all, Who needs a nap? We're all, well, as soon as you finish your after-hours emergency care, we can get you a lollipop. <laughs> I want bourbon. I want a bourbon. Here's a bourbon-flavored dum-dum for my dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> like this is root beer but i'll take it (laughs) Uh, but anyway so so well but so yeah that was like my kind of week was just kind of dealing with that crud uh i don't know anything anything uh of note any more run-ins with the raccoons no i haven't seen the raccoons Mm. um it's gonna be that time of year the deer are coming out more oh yeah a couple big bucks hanging around and yeah that's always fun because they're like hey what's up guy and i'm like hey guys i'm just just walking through, but, yeah. you know. Well, and that's something that uh, unless unless you're from the area and you think like, oh my gosh, deer, that's like a, wow, what sort of like Snow White Disney animated film from 1942? Like, what is this? But no, like, it's seriously like the, the, the way that people will nod to each other or wave um, in their morning commutes. That's what it's like with the deer in Alamosa. It's like, hey, Norm. Hey, Mark. Phil, Josh, and you do. You just kind of, you just you just walk around. They use the crosswalks. Um, it's it's unreal. Yeah, they like obey traffic laws. It's kind of yeah, weird. It is. <laughs> and yes, it is. It, it's this time when the weather's uh, starting to drop a bit. They're 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 coming out from the mountains and kind of down into the valley where it's a little bit warmer. Try to try to get some more something more to eat uh, ahead of yeah. Yeah, stinking good old good old Alamosa deer. Oh, crack addict looking goddamn things. Well, that, that's the other thing too. Yeah, you never are... see them looking good. Like no, no, they're they're not regal and majestic. There's no Bambi's father, prince of the forest here. No, it's like it's gonna shake you down and steal your shoes. It's yeah, these are dangerous deer. Patchy and scrawny and always kind of like twitching a little bit. Like, hey man, you got two bucks I could borrow? It's like no deer. Just trying to go to work here. Come on, man! I'll pay you back as soon as I get something. It's like, no, I don't. I wouldn't even want that. Um, but I'm still not going to give you any money. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, poor. Well, so so yeah, it is. It, it it's yet another way of uh, uh, marking the the turn of the seasons. Uh, seasons come, seasons go. Mangy, Sandless Valley deer come in and. Then in the spring they'll they'll make their way back up, but um, and they'll still look mangy. And, it's and then still the moths look... will come down here and have their mangy goddamn fawns. <laughs> How does something come out looking mangy? I, know, I don't right? know, but they do. <laughs> they 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 that's their that's their deal, man. That's their deal. Um, <laughs> sunrise, sunset, sunrise. Yeah, it, it, again, truly, uh, uh, the the circle of life. Brand new, mm-hmm. brand new mangy mule deer that will. <laughs> have mangy mule fawn of their own so fawns of their own so yeah man again and again 
die when they jump through the front window of the high school or something. <laughs> Steal somebody's truck. Uh. <laughs> Joyriding deer that plague the city. Yeah. Exactly. Oh boy. Well, everybody, I think uh, I, I think this is a, probably as good of a time as any to r- roll this over here, get this started officially. But yes, welcome. It's great to have you all here on a new, brand new, non-mangy. I think we're looking uh, rather rather pert and luxuriant in our winter coats. Uh, but yes, brand new episode of the Two Wizards podcast. And my name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I am also a wizard who... It's getting more and more Snow White, though, Josh. You kind of did call it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, it, well, and, and, and truly, too, I think that's part of it, is... Um, I remember um, one year, uh, my middle sister, she was going to uh, school in Chicago. For the, for the holidays, in, invited some of her roommates to uh, come hang out with our family and, and, and do the holidays with us. And so, yeah, uh, here's here's her two uh, Chicago area college age roommates at our grandparents' house, and sure enough, here it comes again like a family of mangy deer that are like nibbling at whatever remains from the from the lawns. And yeah, these two Chicago girls are like, oh my gosh, oh it's so, oh, it's magical. Would you look at that? And they're taking pictures and all that. And then all the rest of us are like, goddamn deer, are making my property taxes go up. <laughs> and, and so but but yet but truly it is there there it's it's important to kind of yeah keep some of that keep some of that magic and appreciation of of life and all of its many manifestations <laughs> mangy Ma- manifestations mangy being one of them <laughs> Ma- manifestation manifestation there we go there we go uh well yeah and uh Mark let's see here I um I think partly because I was feeling a little under the weather uh I I didn't run out and get anything uh special for my wizard's chalice so I'm actually seeking some comfort some solace uh back in one of my home brews so going back to the uh Sierra Madre um pale ale uh courtesy of uh Northern Brewing and uh yeah I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to that all right. What do you have with you? Well, I'm a bad boy, Josh. Uh-oh. I mean, we already knew this, but so they have a deal. Build your own six-pack, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And do you know what dragon's milk is? Have you had dragon's oh, milk out baby. of New Holland Brewing? Uh, uh, yes, I faintly recall one evening um, getting... Well, and they only sell those in like four packs, right? Isn't that the other thing? <laughs> That's... Oh, that's the other thing, buddy. Yeah. And a four-pack will run you about $17. Mm-hmm. Unless it's in the build on six-pack. <gasps> oh, no. When a six-pack of it will run you nine ninety nine. <laughs> Mark, that's an $8 profit. <laughs> I know. I'm a piece of shit, and I don't care. Because, goddamn no, it, given that topic matter, I want to get, I want to, like, theme it. And I was like, ooh, what's weird and mysterious? Dragons are weird and mysterious. <laughs> so I've got dragon's milk, bourbon aged, st- bourbon barrel aged style, eleven oh percent ABV. We'll play a fun game at home, listeners. How long does it take for me to get drunk and start stumbling over my weird Celtic words? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, or, well, or really? So okay, so four pack you said was like seventeen. Yeah. So you already got like, a, like two thirds of that price plus two more on top of that so so really like you're almost like getting like two for one that's incredible 
I think they're paying me to buy this. Yeah, it's, I think that's how it kind of shakes. Yeah, down, they like. they are paying you. Which, uh, man, if, if ever there's a racket to to get behind, that would be that'd be a great one. Uh, well, well, hey, I guess I guess in honor of that, and I, I, I some may call you a bad boy or gaming the system or uh, hurting this poor international distributing brewer, but I say caveat emptor, buyer beware. Or brewer beware, I guess, and make sure make make sure that if you're selling beer, that you're not taking a loss. <laughs> inbev beware. Inbev beware. Yeah, caveat inbev. But uh, well, well, here you go, buddy. Here's uh, here's opening mine up. Ah, there you go. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh yeah, that's good. It's a little milky. Yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. Also, not to, I don't want to get stuck on this, but dragons can't make milk, right? Uh, to my knowledge, I don't believe they can. Like, if we're going through with the whole that they're reptilian. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, like, maybe there's a weird, like, Polish folk tale about Brunda, the milking dragon or something. I don't know. Um, but I'm trying to think, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, attested... Uh, dragon stories where they make milk. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's something from Chinese, but I don't count that. I'm going like yeah. European rules. Here. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but I don't. No, I'm just I'm drinking. I'm like, what do you think dragon's milk is? Is it like the gross stuff they make the fire from? Mm. Is it milk? Are they weird, gross bats with mange? <laughs> yeah. With the yeah again with the mange. Jeez. Um, well, or so then, uh, and dragon milk would also kind of imply the existence of other dragon dairy products, so like dragon cheese, um, dragon yogurt. It tastes like pepper jack. Yeah, I was going to say, probably tastes like pepper jack. Dragon yogurt would be, yeah, some jalapeno-infused, like, Greek yogurt kind of thing. Um. <laughs> the jalapeno, uh, 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 what do you... What do you put on the thing? The round whole food. Oh, uh, like a... Cream cheese. Cream cheese. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, there you go. Okay, also bagels. I'm talking about bagels, bagels not round whole food. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like... That kind of threw me for a little bit. Scrap it. Scrap the whole bit. I quit. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all right. Um, Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, dragon butter. That would be... Dragon butter. Make, yeah, dragon's, dragon's milk pancakes. Uh, All that good stuff. So, yeah. Okay, Mark, new business plan. We just got to find a dragon and milk it. And uh, we'll be laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. We just got to find a dragon. Gotta, you know, easy. Why hasn't anybody else thought of this before? I mean, come on, guys. Come on. It's like just be- it's just begging. It's just begging for you to take up this business venture. <laughs> I, I don't. You've seen Meet the Parents, right? Yes. Yeah. And there's that. There's that line. If it's got nipples, you can milk it. Well, I've got nipples, Greg. Can you milk, can you milk me? me? But then my head smashes into Game of Thrones with like Daenerys standing there, Which and her dragon's like doing the dragon roar, and like the subtext is, "I've got nipples, Danny. Can you milk me?" <laughs> well, and if uh, if if she uh, suckled them, and she was their dragon's mother, and like nursed them. Into uh, growing up into the the full on yeah like uh, drag dragon's milk does a body good, uh high yes. some, something like that I don't know. 
Also, I think we're going to do dragons in like a week. Keep we an eye out for that, guys. Yeah, we I should. I decided I'm, I just got way too horned up for <laughs> for dragons, and that's, now I'm mad that we have to talk about what we have to talk well, about tonight. Well, true. I, I, well, and, and truly, in, in order to dive into uh, a topic as worthy of uh, the Two Wizards podcast as dragons would be, yeah, it would take, it would take a little while, but... To your credit, you you've done some legwork. You have another episode prepped for us, uh, and I'm I'm excited about it. You you kind of let let drop what this is. I'm excited. I think our listeners are going to be excited for it. So, Mark, this week we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about uh, standing stones. <gasps> yeah. So like standing stone, you call them ancient monuments, like mm-hmm. just stones sticking up in the middle of whatever. They're everywhere. It's a big deal. Is it a big deal? We don't know. Probably not, but it is. It's cool. Yeah. I I think it's a big deal because yeah, like it's so easy to deride and be like, "Oh, neat. You just found a big boulder and you uh rotated it 90 degrees so it's standing up like whoop de doo it's like no you don't understand you don't understand what it actually takes um to to do that this is literally like the entire earth's gravity um trying to pull this thing down the other way um so so it's at rest but and yet we did it we said no screw you gravity i'm gonna stand this thing upright and that's awesome we did it a lot we did it it a lot one of the first things that we did and it's kind of it's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. So we might as well just get into this. Standing stones. Mm-hmm. They're stones that stand up. You can find me at Great Greek Buffalo on <laughs> Twitter and... <laughs> Damn it, Marky Stardust. Great Greek Buffalo's my Instagram. Fuck it. <laughs> but yep. they're just nuts. They're just these giant slabs of rock that, yeah, Josh, you called it. They're, they're, they're just standing. We, we propped it up. Sometimes we prop other stuff up onto it. But we don't know what we did with it because we don't even know who made it. We have some ideas, but nothing really because it sort of predates everything. And it was like a civilization that was pre-writing. So they didn't leave records of this stuff. Right. And and even if they were to leave um, some sort of written records, that doesn't guarantee that we have a way to kind of kind of translate it or like or like copy all that. So, no, I think this is I think this is a, a worthy topic. I'm excited to. Um, uh, here, here's some of these specific examples that maybe you want to get into. Cause I, I mean, I just kind of know of yeah, like a handful off, off the top of my head, but, but which ones specifically you want to, uh, uh, kind of dive in and, and, uh, nerd out about I'm, I'm, I'm here for the ride and I'm super excited. So it's going to get super nerdy. <laughs> like I could have gotten so bad with this one. Just like I was losing my damn mind. I was like playing Civ and doing this and I had Led Zeppelin on the background yeah. I'm like I understand it's a rising civilization yes <laughs> well that is it was a weird night that is also true I think I think a lot of this topic um, has been informed by your recent um, maybe like manic I think would be a good adjective uh, uh, manically playing Sid Meier's Civilization 6 because you can do that you can build Stonehenge you can build other sort of standing stone um, uh, uh monuments or 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 improvements and things like that um well there's so there's another one um that i i got this a while ago and i haven't played it in a bit um but but it's called dawn of man and it's okay and it's sort of like a i I guess like a real-time strategy simulation thing where yeah like you control uh this like tribe of paleolithic hunter-gatherer types 
and you kind of ad- advance them through the Stone Age and then into the, um, I, th- I think they even go like specifically like stone, maybe a little bit in, in the copper and then in bronze, uh, bronze age and then an iron age. Um, and then, yeah, you can build all sorts of standing stone monument things. And it's fun. It's fun to do that. It is. Even if it's just in a video game. It's like, okay, uh, I could just raise this monument next to my village. Uh, no, damn it. I'm going to put it on top of this hill. Uh, cause, so, it's, so, it's, so it's even more visible from further away. And so here's your little Paleolithic people like grunting and straining and pushing this giant boulder up a hill just because you told them to. And it's great. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Yeah, they're great. It is great. And also, I I think a big part of their existence in general is that we were bored. And that's all we had to do. Like, you're talking about grunting and straining. And yeah, that's pretty much it. In some cases, like... It's 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 sort of like you know the the blocks that built the pyramids came from what 150 miles away or right. something. Right? Yeah, they had to. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to like. And they just brought it. They just brought it. Like yeah, whatever's fine. Yeah, they had to like construct this entire like complex transportation network to yeah get them from the quarry to to the site. Because yeah, you're not going to just build it right next to a quarry because that's not as aesthetically pleasing. No, you're gonna you're gonna erect this giant pyramid. Uh, yeah, hundreds of miles away. You buy the headstone downtown, you get buried up on the hill. Like, yeah. Get the headstone off 38th and Broadway, man. Exactly. Eddie's Coffins, best deal in town. <laughs> so what we do know about them is very, very little other than we built them. Mm-hmm. But we also know that they're crazy old. A lot of the standing stones in England, they are thought to be as old as 7,000 years old. Wow. And just to put that into perspective... Uh, the Sumerians didn't get good with their shit. Like, they're the what we would call the cradle of uh, civilization mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the first, like, real one, you know, the first big deal. Yeah, yeah. They didn't get around until uh, 5,500 5, years ago. Yeah, so at least a couple millennia uh, before, quote-unquote, civilization and all that. So, yeah. According to Scotland.com, their stone monuments were erected as early as 10,000 years ago. Ah, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, I was reading some stuff on Stonehenge and it was talking about how they thought that they were um, they were just um, Mediterranean, um, what do you call that, settlers. They were just out oh. ranging. They're like, ah, oh, we'll just go here. <laughs> and I'm like, once again, kicking down the door with the goddamn Greeks. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but even then, like 10,000 years, so like, Greece wasn't even a thing. Like, none of that was even a thing yet. What? And they're just like, now nah, we're going to keep going north. It's fine. Yeah. Well, how far are you going to go? Nah, 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 nah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and even, um, uh, I, I don't know if this was going to be one of your topics for later, but also speaking specifically of Stonehenge and why this was important is uh, uh, just just within the last couple of years or so, there was, was going to be um, a proposal to, like, reroute uh, uh, like a highway or something. And like not mm-hmm. and not directly through like the Stonehenge ring, but definitely like clearly uh, uh, build this highway through where Stonehenge was, and people were losing their minds. They were like, "You're gonna wreck this uh, like historical site that's so important and so fundamental to like uh, the 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 British culture and identity and heritage." To save like, and someone did the math, it's like to save like 30 seconds 
on a cross country oh trip. God. Like, are we really? But but fortunately, cooler heads prevailed, smarter heads prevailed. That that highway um, initiative was 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 defeated, and so we still have. So even if like the ten thousand years time um, hasn't toppled some of these standing stones, uh, some some knucklehead who wants to build a highway, they they might they might. But I believe it, but. To, I guess, our credit, or not our credit, I don't know, we preserved it this time, but I was reading a lot of these sites. Um, in, like, the 1200s, Christians just decided to go collectively batshit and start tearing them down, and then burying them. <laughs> because they viewed it as, like, pagan, it's yeah. like a pagan site. It's a bad thing. It's an evil thing. And it's like, you dickheads. It's, it's stuff like that, Josh, that really just pisses me off with religion like yeah. that and like the burning of all the like mayan records and shit and all their written language i'm like oh yeah no yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks thanks a lot yeah it, it is it's super frustrating when yeah you can't see the forest for the trees as it were uh can't see the standing stones for just how awesome they are um <laughs> but yeah i um um oh that reminded me of some well well and also i guess i mean to give them a little credit, I guess, like, the best worst way to, like, desecrate standing stones is just to bury them. Because it's like, oh, you're just going to wrap them in bubble wrap. And then, like, put them, under, put them under some newspaper or something. So that later on, again, when cooler heads prevail, we can maybe excavate them and... You can dig them out and find yeah, them. Yeah, dig them out and find them again, and then, then it'll, all, it'll all be good. So... <laughs> I, I just like the idea of, like, you're so bothered by a, a rock, you're going to pick the rock up and put the rock back inside of the earth. And it's like, I'll show okay. you, rock. Think you're just going to... And, and also, if I was insane, wouldn't that be like, here you go, Satan, have this giant <laughs> evil rock back. Like, All right, thanks, guy. Thanks, guy. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I again, I guess, you know, uh, I... Had I been there at the time, I would have argued against it. But you know, push comes to shove. I guess all, all, mostly ends well that ends well, or all's well that mostly ends well. So, I'd have pushed it. I'd have pushed for him to do it because you know how much fun it would have been to play watch the Christian get squished. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna be chilling like at the tavern, just talking like with the ale wife. I'm like, oh, oh, there it goes. Oh, oh, oh no! You hate, you hate to see it. <laughs> Oh, buddy. If you were a time traveler, what would you do? Go back in time to our dumbest moments and watch people fail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> we also know that they're largely made out of sandstone. Yay! And a big part of this is because sandstone is easy to get at. It's easy to get into. It's easy to carve. And a lot of the cases of these local st- of these stones, you could call this like artisanal sandstone because it's been locally sourced mm-hmm. making our monument that much more pure for the environment or whatever the hell yeah 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 <laughs> so during the early modern period there's rings of stones in scotland that instead of being used for whatever we were using them for we then decided to start using them to crown kings and we call these coronation stones mm, interesting and it's I don't. Yeah, it's just a weird thing, and like some of them are really, really big, and some of them are not at all. 
you've got these you've got a couple of the famous sites there's the coronation stone uh the kingston upon thames that crowned the kings of wessex and the kings of the english mm. uh and i'm probably gonna do this really wrong because they're irish but uh uh Leofiel, uh that crowns the high king of ireland the stones of mora crowned the or that's where the kings of sweden are crowned uh the duke's chair or duke's seat and crowns the try this again the dukes of corinthia no, I can't be right. Yeah, Corinthia. Hmm. Not Cor, but Corinthia. Oh, okay. King of the Romans. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then finally, a really cool one called the Stone of Scone. Oh, yes. And it's not... I'm sure you've heard mm-hmm. of this one. This is a big damn deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you know? I, I, I could be completely wrong about this, but wasn't it even, like, kind of misplaced for a while? Or, like... I want to say it was something... Yeah. Yeah, like, like or, like, stolen or something? Wasn't that it? Yeah, we're, we're going to get into oh, okay. it. Okay. Because I went... I went down a fun little rabbit hole with this one. That's why I wanted to include it. Okay, nice. Nice, nice, nice. And so you, you, you're you going to have to forgive me, Josh. It's not really like the megalith stone that we're hoping for. Uh-huh. It's like 26 inches wide by 16 inches tall or across and then 10 inches high. And it weighs about 335 pounds. It kind of made me think of that, Um, what was his name? The Borborus's stone? Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's just kind of what it made me think of, like this big chunk of brick that was like 300 something pounds but so this stone was used as the coronation site for the kings of scotland it was at the coronation of the first king of scotland fergus son of urk he brought it from argyle ireland with him hmm. it's kind of fun yeah. you you bring a rock with you have fun with a rock yeah <laughs> um some people said that this rock was a holy rock because in the bible there is the stone of Jacob where this guy rested his head on a stone. And that was this stone, this one chunk of sandstone from the Bible. And boy, they just had to have it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it was actually quarried in Scotland, mm. kind of like right next to Scone. Okay. Okay. Like literally on top. Uh, in a super turbo dick move in 1296 by King Edward I of England, he took it as spoils of war and he had it fitted into a chair. That's right. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn English. Oh, God, like... Oh, God, they're just so dickish about it. Like, oh, oh it's my furniture now. Thank you. This is this is my chair now. <laughs> Going to drive my soupy English farts into it. <laughs> <laughs> stone of scone, more like stone of... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it stayed in England. It stayed there until Christmas Day of 1950. All this time, the Scottish have been petition- have been petitioning the English government to have it back because it's it's a goddamn like cultural yeah. landmark icon, and you're using it as a ass pillow. You probably even put a pillow on top of it because it's stone. Who you're sits right. on a chair? Like, yeah. Just I get it. I get the metaphor behind it, but this is like. Mm-hmm just ultra dickery you're already taking it and then you're sitting i don't know it's yeah yeah it's like it's like uh uh taking the liberty bell and then um yeah using it as like a bathtub or something or or or, or, or a spittoon yeah exactly exactly yeah there you go mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> when the copenhagen empire takes over <laughs> yeah. i guess denmark they're coming for yeah us. i guess so man i guess so so, on Christmas Day, 1950, three Scottish students broke in and stole the stone. Mm. 
So, it stayed in Westminster Abbey in England until Christmas Day 1950, when three Scottish students who decided they'd had enough of this shit went in and took matters into their own hands and stole the stone. Halfway through stealing the stone, they broke the stone in half and buried some of it in a field where they were camping for a couple days, and then they came back for it after the heat was off. They then found their master, a master stone mason by the name of Robert Gray, who also was Scottish, and he repaired the stone. Mm. And now it is back at the capital. That's or not at the capital, but up back in Scone. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to what was it? I wanted to Fun say Some little heist and Which again, like you could do the whole, oh, let's have diplomatic talks and uh, bring some representatives together and hash it all out. Or just say like Oh, hey, fuck this, man. Let's go here and <laughs> steal back our stone. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Just like, enough n- of this like, oh, we got to draft up a treaty and get some signatories. Like, no, we're just, we're just going to take matters into our own hands. And get our own goddamn stone back. <laughs> There's... There's a meeting and all these like students or all these people are bitching about it, but then there's nails on the chalkboard and you turn around and it's Quint the shark hunter, but he's Scottish Quint. Ten thousand dollars. That's what she'll get. But that you get the side, you get the top, you get the whole damn thing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, broke. Oh, oh shit. Oh, feck. <laughs> oh, I was never hairy. Run <laughs> Leaving the three poor students in the field. Oh, oh God. what do we do, guys? <laughs> yeah. They stole the fucking thing. I love it. They stole the goddamn scone. And st- they took their coronet. It's so fucking cool. It is. And now I just want to see, like, everybody in Egypt, like, storming the British Museum. Right, like, yeah. this is my mummy. Well, it, I mean, I don't. I, I'm not calling for civil unrest in the streets and whatever. Right. But, but yeah. however, well, and it is. It's so... Because on the one hand, like... What what we would I guess call the like r- rationally thinking logical like Homo sapiens sapiens would be like uh, all of this fuss over over a bit of stone over a over a mineral over a the the bit of bit of limestone or quartz or shale or whatever but it's like no it's a big fucking deal like people they want their stones and I'm all for like. The Parthenon marbles need to go back. Hell yeah. Send send them back. Yeah. They shouldn't have never left Athens in, in, in the first place. I don't buy the whole, oh, no, we were we were just safekeeping them. We were just protecting them. No, bullshit. Like, get the, get the Parthenon marbles back. Get the Stone of Scone back. Get Damn all this. Right. Th- yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that's not even. Make Scotland stoned again. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, 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 yeah. It, it for all of maybe some of you listeners who are kind of like poo pooing this idea, be like, really, they, 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 they really risked uh, getting put in jail or uh, 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 injuring themselves or or injuring the stone. Like, no, stones are a big goddamn deal. Like, <laughs> like when you play twenty questions, one of the first things you ask is, is it animal, vegetable, or mineral? And there's a reason for that. Minerals are important, damn it. Minerals are important. <laughs> Literally, the land beneath your feet is useless. It's the minerals inside the land yeah. beneath your feet that matter. Like, yeah, because guess what? Yeah. Uh, without without the mineral, you don't get the vegetable or the animal. So, hey, really, 
that that should go we should reverse that order we should say is it mineral vegetable or animal not uh but but so okay all right so let me let me let me take another sip of my sierra madre my mother mountain even more minerals <laughs> jesus guys <laughs> my mountain milk i guess uh. <laughs> can you milk a mountain that's a volcano boy <laughs> But you gotta do her just right, <laughs> and only once. And only, yeah, you can. Can you drink mountain milk? Yes, but only once. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly, this is great! Oh, lo- join us next week when two wizards go milking. Yeah, well, but 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 also, I think this episode, and we're I think we've only like just barely started, like, and we're already just getting super horned up here, because because I think this is. This is hitting both, like, uh, uh, certainly a bunch of your geology kind of kind of background. Both of our shared, yeah. like, weird history and weird mythology uh, and weird symbolism stuff. So, no, this I'm I'm excited to see what what other what other standing stones uh, we we have to talk about. I don't know why I made that noise. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, man, I'm only halfway through this dragon's milk, and I'm getting a little thick. I don't know. Yeah, it's that's what it does. Yeah. That is what it does. I want to be a dragon, Josh. <laughs> dragon's milk and tiger's blood. Oh. So, Fusro da. Fusro da. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Stone of Scone. It's a fun one. I wanted to point it out. Yeah, it's not a megalith, but it is part of the like coronation stones. And let's just talk real quick. We're we're gonna look at some fun like individual sites. And Josh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite stone site in England? Well, I I would have to say Stonehenge. Uh, being honest, I'd have to say Stonehenge, and that's fine. Yeah. Because you like everyone else is a basic bitch. What if I were to tell you <laughs> that there's one that's cooler than Stonehenge? <laughs> then I would love to hear it because I I don't want to be a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So what is this one that like the whole world is getting lied to? Uh, we're all uh, on the blue pill Stonehenge. What's the what's the red pill? What's the really cool one that that nobody knows about? So the super cool one is this site called Avebury, which is in England. Again, most of these are in England. Okay. We are like, they're the Brittany Stones, whatever. Uh, this is the largest ancient monument in the world. Like whoa. It's not in the world, so like it's the biggest stone circle in the entire world. Okay, it's huge. It's older than the second stage of Stonehenge, and we're gonna get into Stonehenge a little bit later. We're gonna find out that Stonehenge developed over time. They didn't just throw oh, up yeah. all of it all at once. <laughs> but so this thing is older than the second stage of Stone. Wow, try that again. Second stage of Stonehenge, which was five thousand years ago, or to put it kind of in context, uh, twenty one thousand BCE. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of like, if you need to switch that in your head, because okay. I like to. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, 32 kilometers or 20 miles south of Stonehenge. But here's the really cool thing. They were built by the same culture. Oh, shoot. Yeah. That is cool. Okay, so here we go. We're going to break this down. This thing is insane just in its very scale. And then the idea that people were doing it, you know, 2,100 years before like we decided to start counting up instead of backward. That made sense in my yeah. mind. Uh, so the yeah. overall diameter is 1,088 feet. Okay. Huge. Yeah, that's pretty big. Colossal. That's pretty big. 
It has 98 standing stones in it, Ooh. most of them exceeding 40 tons. <laughs> These stones are anywhere between 12 and 14 feet high, and they have, like, this, in this, like, circle, there's a north and a south entrance. Kind of cool. We think that those were assembled at, like, around 2870 or t- between 2870 BCE or 2200 BCE. Then there's an inner stone of circles, which is 322 feet in diameter, so three football fields, yeah? Or is it fo- yeah, no, one football field. How big is a football field? Uh, 300 feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's 300 feet in diameter. Like, it's, it's huge. It's already giant. <laughs> like, and as I'm reading this stuff, it just kind of, like, hurts my head. Mm-hmm. Then inside of that ring, there's another ring. So there's the southern inner ring. It's 354 feet in diameter. And all of those stand, like, 18 feet high, all kind of level. Mm. There's an avenue that runs right through the middle of it, and just there's stones on either side of that. And just they're just building this stuff. And it kind of looks like a googly eye smiley face if you look at, like, old <laughs> depictions of it. Just like a big old stupid dumb face. You got the circle, and you got the two circle eyes, and then you've got the little circles in the eyes, and there you go. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. It's this massive thing. And there's all these theories about it because, like, people have to know why. And one of them is like, oh, well, some of these stones are taller than these, so this must be the male and this must be the female. Mm. And then there's one story, and it's just the stones are made out of giants who pissed off God and he made them into stone. And <laughs> Yeah, that could, that could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, they used it for everything, like... And that's one thing we got to point out here is the function and purpose of these things changes over time because people are changing over time. We're talking about spans of like hundreds and thousands of years at a time. People are different. So they just stick around with these sites. So they think that this place like Avebury was just built up over time more and more and more. And as we needed more stuff, that's what we did. I don't, it's crazy to me. Like, but they just did it and they just built and compounded upon what everyone else had done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that also makes sense too, right? Like, it, it it's not like uh, this thing that was first constructed, like, it's not like it's going to keep, have the same purpose throughout the years over and over. Like, no, like, thing, thing, uh, uh, circumstances change and maybe it's like a granary and or maybe it's like a calendar for a bit and then the other sort of, so no, that also makes sense. That, that makes sense to me. There's also a couple fun little notes about it. So there was a, um, he was like this, I guess you call him a, what do you call that, who likes people? Anthropologist, Jesus Christ, I'm bad tonight. It's this dragon. <laughs> it, it is, man. There is this dragon. anthropologist named uh, William Stukeley, and he thought that um, this site was built by druids. Mm. And that's a weird thought. It's, it's weird, like, there's this hangover of the idea that, oh, here's these stones. Wizards must have made them. No, it was ancient people who were bored <laughs> and had nothing better to do than to stand stones up. And, oh, but it coincides with the calendar. Yeah, so does a lot of shit. Like... It, it, what what happens when, like, the sunrise lines up perfectly with Highway 16 into the San Luis Valley? Does, is it a pole shift? No, it happens. Right. It probably happens a mm-hmm. lot. But, right. w- w- or, yeah, it does, it does totally match up with, a lot of these do match up with, you know, astronomical events and stuff. Yeah. Like the solstice and so mm-hmm. forth. And, yeah, it's cool, but I, I think we're overplaying the idea of how important telling time was. Because I'm sure that was, like, the first thing that we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. According to Reverend R. Weaver, in his book, The Pagan Altar from 1984, he said that Stonehenge and Avebury were built by the Phoenicians. Again, like, 
people that one hate... maybe may I mean maybe closer, but we other than the fact that we know that it isn't, yeah. but like <laughs> yeah, just giving zero credit to the Celts there, however long ago, like. What? Oh, look at this. Look at this incredible uh, uh, feat of human engineering and achievement. Nah, it's got to be the Mediterranean. It has to be. Not these not these dumb, dumb uh, Brits over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, a James Ferguson said that all this was complete horseshit. Hmm. And he put forward in his book, Rude Stone Monuments in All Countries... 1872 that this megalithic site was to commemorate the last battle of king arthur he would have been killed here on this field and so they erected this as like his i guess the memorial to the to the i don't know you know what i mean like the memorial to the battle they just that's what they did but my favorite one comes from w.s blackett's idea in researches into lost histories of america 1883 when he said that native americans from the appalachian mountains crossed the atlantic and built the standing stones (laughs) it it really is just like look who who could have built these yeah who who could have built these standing stones really there's like yeah all the like proto brits in the back hey hey we did we did i mean could it have been uh, 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 giants? Yeah, sure, giants. Yo, no, no, that was us. That hey, at, hey, actually, that was us. No, okay, no, 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 not giants. Um, um, ah, uh, uh, Phoenicians, definitely the Phoenicians. No, hey, woo, hey, woo, it, that was us. We did that. We did that. No, okay, no, not the Phoenicians. That doesn't that make sense. Um, um, ah, the pre-Columbian Native Americans. That's who did it. <laughs> That the the renowned sailors that they were, you know, they they beat the Vikings back and yeah. <laughs> but like, and that's the dumb thing is that there's we have mound builders and stuff in America, True. but we don't have like standing stones. Yeah, there is one called Drayton. Oh my God, Josh Dragon. Dragon's Holy shit, man. yeah. You know when you just want to do it, and you can like the brain is ready, but your tongue is just like an eight pound ball of lead. <laughs> It's something called the Drayton Rock, and it's in... We Remember in our uh, trifecta of terrifying triangles, I kind of teased the Bridgewater Triangle. And oh, this right. Drayton Rock is there, and it's got all this weird language on it. And some of it is um, Icelandic runes. Mm-hmm. Some of it is um, what they assume is native language, but there's no recorded written native language. Okay. And then there's a bunch of other weird shit just on it. This big old just uh, glacial irregular, a glacier picked it up and then dumped it there. And people are like, that's a cool rock. Let's all write on it. <laughs> but. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah. That's super, super interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Moving swiftly, swiftly on from Avebury, the biggest site in England. We're now going to go all the way to Scotland. And I know I said we weren't, but we did because I'm bad at pacing and I can't read my own handwriting. And maybe I should focus on one thing instead of playing Civ Six instead of writing outlines. Huh? <laughs> I like pigs. Yeah, I like pigs. <laughs> Sean Bean. So, and Scottish listeners, I'm real sorry for this one. Oh, hey, Sean Bean. He's Scottish, right? I believe so. Right? I think he is, yeah. yeah. Um, He can get mad at me for my pronunciation of this. Yeah. You and I would call it the Kalanish stones. They call it the Kalani stones. Mm. And what this is is it's the it's the largest it's the oldest set of standing stones in Scotland. It's way up in the northeast, and it backs up to an island whose name I forget. 
and I'm real sorry about that. But it was built between 2900 and 2600 BCE. Well, uh, also just just double checking, uh, Sean Bean yes. is uh, from Yorkshire, so kind of like ah. not not quite. It's the Scotland of England, I guess. It's Scotland. it's not it's it, good enough. Yeah, good, good enough. So yeah, it kind of has enough of a goofy accent that uh, that counts there. But yes, so I didn't have the foresight to transfer it into American. So just be odd at these uh, stats. All right, you okay, ready, Josh? Yeah. So in the middle. There is a central monolith, and it's 4.8 meters high. Okay. What do you call that, like 32 feet or something? Uh, 4.8, that's, uh, the, yeah, it's maybe like 20, 20-some 20 feet? 20? Okay, sure. Maybe not quite. I always get hung up on the meters to feet. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, yeah, I think maybe. 3.5 feet to, a, or 3 point, yeah, 3.5 feet to a meter, whatever. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Either way, it's a big goddamn stone in the middle, okay? Yes. Um, the largest sides of this stone are are perfectly oriented with the north and south. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe that's something that we did. Uh, this monolith weighs about seven tons. There's a stone circle that surrounds this central monolith, and each of the, this stone circle is 11.4 meters around. It's not a perfect circle, and it kind of flattens, but hey, you make a perfect circle out of multi-ton blocks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. These stones have the height, an average height of three meters, and the ring itself covers an area of 124 square meters. Okay, we're getting a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Then there's a thing called the Northern Avenue. It's got it, so it runs 83.2 meters, just just straight long, and it has 19 stones that are still standing. We think that there is one flanking either side, so it would have been like a walkway. Oh, okay. The largest of these stones is 3.5 meters high. So these are some big things. And then finally, you have this thing called, or you have a stone rows on one avenue, and they just run for 23.2 feet, but each one of those is, you know, its own individual thing. Mm. It's it's crazy. And then there's a there's a tomb. Essentially, there's a there's a Skyrim tomb in, in this <laughs> complex as well. There's a Draugr in there. Uh, hey, yeah. help me. I've... There's a necromancer raised in my family. <laughs> Don't steal their gold. <laughs> you hired me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the oldest one. That's so cool. Uh, or that's the old, yeah. Which, pretty damn impressive, man. A 5,000-year-old thing that we just built just for fun. Right, yeah. Uh, legend has it that actually giants did build this one because okay. it is so old. Right, yeah. Once again, we get giants. Once again, once again. Well, I, and again, I mean, I... I, I, I I would almost buy that explanation more than, oh, this group of other people uh, thousands of miles away sailed over here just to build this thing, leave no real other traces that of like their culture. Um, So yeah, I'd I'd much more easily uh, 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 consider the giant uh, construction hypothesis than. I got a whole thing. Okay. I got a whole fucking okay. thing, Josh. Like, like it's like, and not for this. This is for way later down okay. the line. I'm still With, I, I'm still correlating contents. <laughs> I'm still like scrying into crystal balls. It's fair enough. Fair enough. There was races of giants on the earth and we killed them, Josh. That's where I'm at. I don't That's know. Where, yeah, like, no, no, truly, truly. Well, I guess um But also in a strange twist, giants helped build this one because they rejected God and he got p- super pissed off and turned them into rocks. Uh, okay. I gotcha. Sorry, I kind of buried the lead no, on that no, no. one. Don't don't even worry about it. Well, and and I don't know if uh, I I I would hate to uh, uh, sort of anticipate or, or or scoop some of your 
next ones. Um, but you mentioned that like this one did have a burial, uh, uh, either site or facility or, or, or something like that, right? Yeah, it's got a multi-level um, burial cairn. See, yeah. and that's that's what I want. Like, there's there's like yes, like the more traditional uh, in a coffin. There's cremation. There's other things where it's like no, you you get cremated, but then your uh, uh, remains are like put in a bag with like a tree sapling, and so you're you're a tree. Um, I've I've seen things where like you're cremated, and then your ashes are mixed into like this kind of concrete um uh, uh mold and then you're thrown in the ocean to become a coral wreath um and like that, that that's fine that's cool and if people want that and that's meaningful for them great uh but no damn it i want a giant stone like standing stone carn or um <laughs> like a uh, uh the sort of like uh proto pyramids where these things called mastabas and hell yeah dude i would want like a mud brick flat pyramid like that's that's where i want to be buried and like have my life's accomplishments painted out in hieroglyphics on the walls like how how goddamn cool would that be oh it'd be so great yeah like and there'd be like weird scenes like ah yes josh drives the beer pong yeah. infidels from the land yeah. and it's just you like throwing but in my mind it's the weird egyptian side so right yeah no precisely side, yeah precisely the side yeah the side like bar relief of you like throwing yeah. but and the, we've gotten balls back and somehow we represent that with like two winged golden balls yeah, flying yeah. at your face or something and and, yeah. and 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 the one that i toss is 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 on fire because i because i made that so it's yes. flaming there's uh yeah there's there's stuff of me like hurtling there's stuff of me doing like theater or like dunking a basketball. Hell yeah, that's what I want. I want I want some sort of I want a Stonehenge or a, or a uh, kill kill kill. What was this one called again? This Scottish one. Uh, Kaylani. Kaylani. I want a Kaylani, and I and I can start saving up for that. I guess. <laughs> and I just got to find a team of giants who will build it for me, and then. <laughs> No, you got to get the giants to not accept Jesus. Oh, see, and then they just they just turn into stone, and I save on uh, labor costs too. So here's what you're gonna do: you're gonna go up to BYU, <laughs> you're gonna recruit their basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a great. Uh, well, okay, maybe you know, let's let, let's not get too morbid here talking about uh uh death and 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 how we want our remains to be preserved for future generations because we have more we have more standing stones to to talk about yeah we do we got we got a couple more i mean really we got one big one we already touched on it i know i called you a basic bitch but it's kind of the focus of my research not the focus but it gets a lion's share of the time tonight yeah we're gonna do stonehenge really quick Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm And you know it, you love it. You know what it looks like. It's crazy famous. It's probably one of the most, like, recognizable things in the entire world. And rightly so. Yeah, and rightly so. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Just in and of itself, it's insane to look at. Like, Mm -hmm. who puts rocks on top of rocks and then decides (laughs) to build it? And I know I've been saying that this whole time, but that's, it's crazy. Like, (laughs) it ends, ends, because that's, that's also part of it. It is one thing to just, yeah, move something so that it's upright but then to do that twice and then somehow manage to put a thing on top of that, um, 
yeah, playing essentially Jenga with yeah, forty ton uh, pieces of rock. Like it, 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 yeah, it's just it's just wild. It's wild stuff. Especially like, and we'll get into the context of the time, but like, it's it's just wild. That's all you can say is it's wild. I can't even mm-hmm. talk about it because like my head kind of starts to melt. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned before that Stonehenge wasn't built in a day. It was sort of built over a couple thousand years. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that they did, or the first period of building started at like 3100 BCE. Okay. And they dug a circular pit, or not they, whatever. The people who dug it, we really don't know who. According to one website, it was those Mediterranean uh, settlers. All I can call them is settlers because my brain has just switched to Civ mode and it's really pissing me yeah. off. <laughs> Like, man, how'd they get that many settler points that fast? What? Yeah. No. I... Maybe they found um, a hidden tribal village and got gifted a... But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, so, so okay, so so the, the, the first kind of initial construction was... It's, it's basically a ditch. It's just a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. And to me, it looks like um, just earthwork palisades. You're, you're deciding to get to this one area, you settle down, so you dig up a big trench around you. And you have the trench, and you can hide in the trench, and people can't get you in the trench. And hey, we can dig burrows into the sides of the trench. Whatever, this is me kind of projecting onto it. I think that these sites are not calendars so much as they're like, no, we built this shit, and we lived in it, and we hung out in it. Like, whatever. But that's me. But so, inside this first deal is 56, uh, there's 56 holes called Aubrey holes. Okay. And they're just, they're little pits inside the pit. And then each one of these pits, the bottom is lined with, like, deer bones. Oh, interesting. Kind of weird, yeah. It's kind of real weird. Um, so we jump forward to about 2100 BCE. This is a thousand years later. Um, the pillars that you might think of when you see stone, when you think of Stonehenge in your head were set up. It's the, the blue-gray stone. These are brought in from South Wales to make the center. Um, this is the second, or this is the inner circle. They think there was 80 standing stones in this original plan. We have like 43 that we can kind of get to now. A lot of them have been weathered away and they're just kind of gone. Mm-hmm. And the real weird part of this is that these stones were brought from 150 miles away in Pembrokeshire in Wales. Mm. Which is kind of cool. I, yeah. I Just that, 150 miles away, like, to get some goddamn rocks. Okay. Yeah, man. Like I, well, and 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 that also that I, that is evidence to me that there was clearly some sort of again like uh, fairly impressive transport infrastructure or because okay so like average like walking speed for human is what like three miles an hour something three like miles that. an hour over flat yeah. Yeah, exactly. Over over flat. So that right there, even just walking, is what like uh, uh, fifty fifty hours. Fifty hours. Yeah. So take and that's four just days. walking. You gotta walk for like four days. And that's just walking. That's not like dragging massive stones or on a cart or something. So, oh my god, that's so cool. Well, and that's important too. I don't think these people had the wheel yet. They they wouldn't have had the wheel yet, you know, like, yeah, or yeah, or or a or a sledge, like like essentially like a kind of like a like a like a sled that you yeah. either pull or drag or have animals pull or drag, uh, yeah, and like, but they made it work. They made it work. Yeah, it's it's insane to me, but yeah, 
Oof. Yeah, like they, they, but they just—you can't even think about it because it hangs me up so damn bad. And it's like, Josh, this wasn't that long ago. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was an insanely long amount of time. But to the grand scope of everything, like, fuck, five thousand years ago or seven thousand years ago, we're dragging goddamn rocks around for fun, one hundred fifty miles. Yeah, and we just did this shit, and it, yeah, it gets to me so bad. Like I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry, I'm getting all choked up over here. No, no, so we're moving but, swiftly but, but, on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to like the third phase of the Stonehenge building, and this is where it gets that iconic like two pillar one lentil piece uh, setup. Mm-hmm. This is where they cracked the code. They got their Minecraft blueprints, and now they figured it out. <laughs> uh, this was done in 1500 BC. E- each of these stones that make the pillars are 50 tons. That's so and wild. There's 30 of these sons of bitches. That's so wild. And the leading theory behind Stonehenge is that it was a religious site. And yeah, it might have been, but there's tons of crap around Stonehenge. There's some people that we found, like, buried bodies, and people go, oh, well, they're sacrifices, or they're not. We, You, you buried people on the cool rocks in the hill, you know? Mm-hmm, right. Or a lot of people think it was, a, like, a ritual calendar for the Druids, because it does match up with the... The, the 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 summer and winter or the, with the summer solstice i read one article that says if you hit the blue stones in the circle hard enough they make a resonant tone whoa so effectively stonehenge is a xylophone for giants <laughs> again giants we're back that... to giants here's me with the george sukalakis hair giants giants <laughs> but one of the cool things about Stonehenge especially is, like, all these other sites we kind of have forgotten about and pissed off and whatever, we don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, we sort of stayed gravitated to Stonehenge, like, throughout our entire history. It's one that never got torn down by the weird Christians. It's one that, like, we as a culture have maintained. Mm-hmm. And it literally is, like, I don't care what you want to call it, this thing is magical. If for no other reason, then we've loved it for this long. Right. But also, let's get magical with it, because it wouldn't be two wizards if I didn't get dumb as shit. <laughs> you you want to play a fun and dumb time, Josh? Uh, oh, it's one of my favorite times of the week. Yep. I know it is, buddy. <laughs> There's one theory that says that Stonehenge was erected by Merlin. Yeah, that Merlin, Josh. You know, Merlin from the court of King Arthur. <laughs> In the 5th century, a king, Aurelius Ambrosius, he asked Merlin and Uther Pendragon, who we all know and love is the father of King Arthur, Mm-hmm. to take 1,500 men to go recover some stolen healing stones from Africa that were stolen by a tribe of what, Josh? Go ahead and give it to me. What was it stolen by? The whole episode, it's our bad guys. Who is it? The 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 Greeks? The Giants. Oh, the Giants. Oh, sorry. Sorry, the Giants. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Put a fun game show sound effect in there. No, it was these Giants just rolled into Africa, stole some healing stones from them, and brought them back to... Uh, Mount Killerus in Ireland. So that's cool. So Merlin and Uther Pendragon, again, King Arthur's father, went there, murdered the giants, but they found they couldn't bring the rocks back. So Merlin just goes, oh, hey, by the way, I forgot I'm magic. And he levitated them back. (laughs) I mean, that would be one way to do it. That truly would. You know, I've heard of other heard of other things but uh nope that would be the that'd be the one i always love that idea of like 
the ancient peoples unlocked the sound technology. Yeah. And, like, through the sound technology, they could vibrate and hover shit. And so you see the, like, guy standing with the staff of Ra atop, like, the blocks, and he's shifting the pyramids as he tetrises in the little blocks. And, well, in this case, it was Merlin who had the infinite <laughs> levitation spell. <laughs> um, there is a cool theory in this, though. We think that maybe Stonehenge 1 isn't the real Stonehenge. We think Stonehenge is, like, the sequel. They had a Stonehenge, they didn't like it, so they tore it down. And this is at a place called, and I don't know this one, Wan Mon. W-A-U-N-M-A-W-N. Okay. I don't know. But this is a, this is still back up in England. Um, some of the rocks in Stonehenge have this, like, lock and key, um, or not lock and key, it's called a uh, tenon, tenon and mortise. Oh, and yeah. it, it's what keeps the stones in each other. So they're already building in, like, supports, which, again, blowing my goddamn mind. But they think that there is, and there was, they, they talked about this site at uh, Juan Muan, and they said that there was a stone circle there, and they tore it down, but then they brought it over, and this is, like, the metaphor of, like, oh, we went and killed these giants, and then Merlin the wizard levitated the blocks. Well, they didn't. They just moved it down the road to this site at where Stonehenge is now. Okay. Okay. And that's kind of fun. And then there's my favorite theory that I always have to fall back on that number one, or that this was just built by aliens because ancient man can't accomplish anything. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> one of the big proponents of this was Eric von Danigan with his Chariot of the Gods theory that mm. aliens came to Earth when we were a fledgling like species. We were barely apes stabbing each other with sharp, pointy sticks. And the aliens go, have consciousness, and they give us consciousness, but then they teach us how to build wonders, like the pyramids, or the uh, Moai heads, or the whatever you want. It's, it doesn't hold up. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I, I... What also really irks me about that, um, and, and with, with similar claims about like, oh, aliens helped, help us build the pyramids and all that, is, um, is it directly... Uh, contradicts the thesis that you and I have said literally since episode one, Paula Tadena. Um, and yeah, like, a, like a, it, it takes such a failure of imagination to be like, oh, how could, how could people do this thing uh, without a tractor? How could they chisel a giant piece of limestone without a jackhammer? Must be aliens. It's like, no, like, that's, yeah, we have direct evidence of humans doing stuff like that all the time. And it's called reddit.com uh, slash r slash next fucking level. And of course, like, you better believe that people will walk 150 miles and pick and pick up a 40-ton stone at your door. Um, yeah, it's, that's what they'll do. That's what they'll do. Ba-da-ba. <laughs> <laughs> you know josh it's it's crazy dude it's like you're in my goddamn mind oh boy here we literally go in my notes i have um but also let's take a second for a pull out to dana break and just really quick mm -hmm. i'm gonna run through some insane amounts of weight that humans have been lifting for in like ancient times this isn't now times this is sure. way back when and it mm -hmm. makes a point i want to make a point like the crane was a, like, novel invention. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. here we go. Ah, uh, cue up the Wii Fit Channel yeah, music. Yeah, cue up Wii Fit Channel music. Go. I haven't seen that in a while. 
<laughs> um, there's a statue in Kowatlin Khan. It's made of basalt and it weighs 168 tons. Single piece of stone. There's a standing stone in Brittany, France, 150 tons. The Pyramid of Kenjir in Saqqara, Egypt, is a 150-ton piece of single quartzite. Insane. Just insane. That's, that's so wild. In Tiwanaka, Bolivia, several model, or several, yeah, several megaliths were transported way uh, over six miles. They weighed 100 to 130 tons. Again, this is all pre-technology time. We haven't, we barely unlocked, like, the builders. We don't have anything yet. Like, my one of my favorites, uh, so... Saxe Woman in Cusco, Peru, you know, the Incan Empire. Their largest stones are 125 tons, and they didn't have... They just, this is a goddamn mountain fortress, and they put rocks up a... They just did it. They don't even care. There's fortresses in Mycenae, Greece. The largest stones are close to 100 tons. Blowing yeah, my yeah. goddamn mind. At Karnak, there is an there is an obel. I'm freaked out. God damn it! I'm sorry. Here we go again. Calm down. <laughs> breathe. Take some dragon's milk. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Uh, at Karnak, Egypt, there's an obelisk that weighs 328 tons. It's just. We moved that, and they brought yeah. that one a hundred miles. Like, it's insane. I, I could keep going. I'm not going to keep going. So I think wild. we got it. Like, yeah, yeah. We we get the picture that like, if if there's anything that we have extraordinary evidence for, it's humans moving large stones. So yeah. So so don't at me with this. Oh, it's it's physically impossible for people five thousand. Like, no, just like look around you. Um, go to some of these places. Like, this is one of the most uh, strongest uh, 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 attested um, phenomena that we've seen. Like, we just like picking up heavy rocks and we moving them places. That's we what love we it. Do. Okay, I got. I, I'm sorry, I got like two more because these are just insane. Okay. Okay. Yes. yes. Ramsey is the fourth. Opened a series, reopened, mm-hmm. re- reopened quarries. So these were already there, and he's re-opened. like, "We're make it again and do it cooler." And yeah, we're we'll just going to do more. Do it again. And Wadi Hamamat, Wadi Hamamat, and the stones were dragged sixty miles to the Nile and then freighted on barges up to the temple of his tomb. These, to- these, all of these weighed over forty tons. Apparently, so, at a place yeah. called Dur Shark, I don't know. I'm sorry, Dur Sharukin. I I feel like I'm doing Durper Durper Muhammad Jihad. At <laughs> Dur Sharukin, Iraq, there is a single bull statue, and the or it's a bull statue carved out of a single stone, and that stone was 40 tons. I we're just dragging rocks, man. It's insane. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I got too horned up. We I just, I gotta pull myself it. back. But yeah, it it. it, it it is it, it and and so like people yeah they they look at they might and and maybe the people who aren't too surprised by all this might point to uh like our modern day skyscrapers and, and things like that see so like well no like of course like building tall things is is a human thing cuz we're still doing it right now look at look at all these giant um uh skyscrapers that 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 we're making out of out of concrete and glass and steel yeah. and all that right and 
and and yes, there is some of that, but also, I think that kind of cheapens it. It's like, well, yeah, of course you can build something, you know, four hundred feet in the sky with those materials, but just get you and your buddies uh, drink some mead and then drag a big rock around. Like, like that's that's the experience. That's the experience. You know, I I do like so like now I really like the idea of human. What do you call that? Like shittiness to our ancestors of well, it wasn't so hard. Because there's a ton of cases of these people like, or not these people, of just different people trying to like recreate this shit. Like, um, mm-hmm. so in 1997, uh, 130 men led up by Mark Whitby and Roger Hopkins, they were trying to replicate just the movement of like the the 40 ton monolith from Stonehenge. They had 130 men trying to tow the stone, and they kind of could only inch it a little bit. And that's right now. But then, like, um, so uh, Thor Heyerdahl, he was a super cool uh, Norwegian, I want to say, explorer. Um, Mm. But he organized, he wanted to try and see if, like, they could do a Moai. You know, the giant standing stone heads on Easter Island and stuff. And he managed to drag Mm. a 10-ton one on a sledge. And he figured out you need, like, 18 men per ton. 18 men generates enough strength to move this shit. So, okay, yeah, th- there you go right there. We've kind of got, like, a an X factor. It's it's just fine. I don't know. We're trying. And I love that we're trying because even now, yeah, yeah, sure, we have, you know, the colossal dump trucks and the giant, you know, chainsaws that level a forest. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, well I'm going to pull that rock. Me, me and Jerry are going to pull that rock and we'll show you guys. And then I'm going to stick it up right in the ground. Fuck you. No, I am going to do it. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I I honestly think, and this is where I, I really enjoy, um, I don't know, just like kind of uh, uh, lurking on classics Twitter. Because people do that all the time. They're like, oh, let me like try to reconstruct... Um, uh, making music or whatever, like like some of these ancient songs. Let me reconstruct uh, uh, sewing or making wine or beer in these old ways. It's like hell yeah, let's let's make let's let's get a bunch of grad students together and uh, maybe like feed them an all protein diet for two months, and then we'll go yeah drag some drag some forty ton stones around and call it research. <laughs> <laughs> what do you you gotta like lay out your like expedition you know outline and what materials you need. All right, what do you need for food? I need 500 pounds of oatmeal and 500 pounds of jerky. They'll dip the jerky in the oatmeal. That's yeah. all the protein and carbs they'll need. This is cruel. Yeah, They're grad right. students. Point taken. Approved. Point taken. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, there's like, they're, you know, tugging on the rope or, or pushing the sledge or whatever. It's like, well, this isn't the worst internship I've ever done. <laughs> but two, if, if I was like derping around on campus, it was like, hey, do you want some free oatmeal and jerky and then the chance to pull a stone? Be at this place at 6 a.m. on Saturday. It's like, all right. What are we doing, yeah. boys? Dragging a rock? All right. <laughs> Beers after, right? Beers after? It's like, well... Uh, something you might call an early beer. It's like, I know Nin and Kasi. Giddy up. <laughs> Giddy up. <laughs> so, kind of rounding out, like, 
I'm sorry. I did get too horned up for just like the the strength of humans, and I know fifty tons, but I, I can like push a truck, and that's it. You know, that's like a ton, and that's like hard. Like I can't imagine pushing fifty of those bad Larrys, let alone fifty of those bad Larrys thirty times over one hundred fifty miles. Like without the advent of of, of a goddamn right. wheel, it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I got one more dumb thing for you, and this is as dumb as we're gonna get tonight. What if I were to tell you, Josh, that America has its own Stonehenge? <gasps> we what? do. It's made of cars, and you see it in every single movie about road trips ever made in the 90s, but that's not oh. what we're talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, if you if you punked me with, with Carhenge, I was going to be so mad. And now, in retrospect, so I should have. Damn it all. <laughs> the hubris of Mark. <laughs> No, so it's not really a Stonehenge, but it is a giant granite memorial monument thing. It's not ancient by any stretch. It's only about, oh, it's, it's near and on 50 years old, and it's something called the Georgia Guidestones. Okay. Do you oh, know about yeah. these? Have you heard about these? Yeah, I've, I've heard about them. Uh, a lot of the details are escaping me, but yeah, yeah. Tell me more about the, about the Guidestones yeah. and help me... Um, um, in Elbert County, Georgia, there is a giant granite monument. It was built in 1980 by an unknown person. We don't know who this guy was, representing an unknown faction of people who he demanded be kept anonymous. They didn't want anyone to know. The name that he gave was R.C. Christensen. He gave a single, like, condition for this monument. It has to stand as a compass, a calendar, and a clock. And it must be capable of surviving catastrophic events. He said this anonymous group that he represented had spent 20 years planning this project and money was not an option. It was so much not an option that the contractors who he contacted to build it gave him completely, they they, they gave him Dr. Evil numbers. They would have been like, it'll be a million billion dollars. All right, fine. And so R.C. Christensen just slams it down. Like, he doesn't care. Money is not an issue. It does not matter. He bought some land from a local farmer, and then he gave them grazing rights to him and his children and his children's children pretty much just until this family stops grazing cattle on the land. And in 1980, this weird monolith thing was revealed. And basically, it was it was revealed at a ceremony to between 100 and 400 people. I don't know how reporting in Georgia in the 80s is so goddamn bad, but hey, whatever. <laughs> and all it is is six granite slabs, and they stand facing into each other, and there's a capstone on the top. And it kind of looks cool. It looks like a crappy, you might see it at like any given community college, because they thought it was art, and that's what they said. But on this is the instructions for life. And it's real weird, Mm. and it's real trippy. This is written in English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindu, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. So literally, you're hitting all the points. If you want to talk to somebody, you use one of these languages, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, that that, that covers a vast majority of, yeah, yeah. These commandments are also written in ancient Greek, I want to say cuneiform, and ancient Egyptian. So he has another Rosetta Stone of these written on this thing and josh i have sent you these commandments go ahead and pull them up that's pretty bad and you and i are going to tag team them real quick oh okay yeah oh i think this will be a fun thought exercise for us Hmm. 
I I like this. I like this. Um, uh, do you want me to take yeah, the first one? Or... Okay, all right. So, uh, commandment number one, according to the Georgia Guidestones. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Those are the commandments on the Georgia Guidestone. What do you think? How do you feel? Overall, I'd say maybe, uh, maybe, maybe like a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Uh, that five hundred yeah, so million is like, gonna get kind of dicey. What with what are we at? Like yeah, eight billion now. I think. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that that would be that would be really tough. Um, I understand the sentiment with number two: guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Little eugenicisty. I get it, bit. but he's also saying get diversity, but I, but I get so it. mix it but up. I also like, get it. I don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I, I, I also get that too. Um, yeah, that one's a little, that one's a little tough. Uh, I think one of the really tough ones uh, is is actually going to be number three: is unite humanity with a living new language. Um, it's hard. It's hard to like just make a new language and get everybody on board with it. Well, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Of course. <laughs> but 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 again, like I understand the idea. You know, like hey, we're let, let's find some 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 common some some unity between all of us, and uh, one of one of the ways to do that is with is with the same language yeah. or common language. Uh, yeah. Rule rule passion faith tradition and uh, all things with tempered reason. Thumbs up. Can't can't really argue against that. I really like that, but I like that it's passion, faith, and tradition. Yeah, and then all things like yeah. have your have your religion. No one cares. Have what you're into. No one cares. Have your family traditions. No one cares. Yeah. We all have it. We're all going to be good. Like I like that yeah. a lot. And, and and it's not like don't have those things, but again, sort of like yeah, no. find uh, on on that balance beam on that on that uh, 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 level. Try to yeah, try to go go back and forth. Um. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Giddy up. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let all nations rule internally, resolving uh, in external disputes in a world court. And, and this is where, again, sort of the, the 500 million part. Like, it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't say, it doesn't say that, you know, let there be 10 nations of uh, 50 million people. So, right. uh, so, so yeah, like... Uh, there could be something where maybe just people gravitate into this one area, but but it's still saying like you know you know keep keep treating treating each other well and all that. Uh, try to solve, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Well, easier said than done, but again, sure, yeah. Holy shit! But like, man, I read that one. I'm like, what? What does my representative in Congress do? Right. Anything? Yeah. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Truly. What What does Lo and Barbert do? Yeah. Other than make Colorado look like a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Well, and and, and yeah, and, and I think it I think it also sort of uh, serves as a warning. Like, well, hey, just just because a person is unofficial or uh, in some some sort of government position, like you still hold them to account. That doesn't mean that they're above mm-hmm. reproach. And if they're doing a bad job, get them get them out, get them out, or better yet, avoid them in the first place. 
So, um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I guess this uh, would, would this be number eight, maybe? Balance personal rights and social duties. Yeah, giddy up. I like that one a lot. Well, uh, I, I, yeah. Well, and, and, and yes, it is. It is sort of like, uh, yeah, personal rights are super important, uh, but also social duties. No man is an island. Uh, golly, haven't we been trying to like thread that needle this last year and a half about personal rights and what works for you and your family and your situation versus, yeah, but we live in a society. So, so, uh, so yeah, yeah. I like that too. And, and and I like, I like that there's, um, uh, yeah. Number nine prize, prize, truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with infinite. Ooh, chef's kiss. That's a good one. Yeah. I like, I like that it's truth and then beauty and then love. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I like that breakdown. Well, yeah, well, and it's also like it, it, it's even like kind of uh, um, implicitly saying that these things exist, which is which is true. Like it's like I, I think uh, I mean I took enough, I, I I took and have taken and am taking enough like college classes where it's like ah oh, let me just like deconstruct this man and I'll just invert the 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 binaries and subvert this thing and it's like. Yeah, that's all fun and good when you're talking about like a William Faulkner short story. <laughs> but as far as like making us again, making a society, making a, a civilization, um, yeah, like it's hard to do anything meaningful or like permanent or lasting or uh, uh, productive. We're just like, no, let's just subvert subvert our expectations on this so so yeah i i also like number nine i also like number nine yeah and then i i really like 10 yeah be not a cancer on the earth but i like it also that wasn't a typo he they wrote leave yes. room for nature twice. uh yes uh yeah listeners if you thought that maybe uh mark had a hiccup from all that dragon's milk and he re- repeated himself no that um leave room for nature leave room for nature that is in fact repeated which is the only thing repeated on here too so yeah. Yeah, I which again like uh I think I think the the first couple kind of got off to a rocky start for both of us, but overall, yeah, I'd say like, you know, 7 out of 10. Um I I don't know. I I think I've told you before I am all for universal birth control and then you have to have like birthing licenses. Right. Yeah, like, you got to opt into yeah, having a kid or something yeah. like that. I I I think if nothing else, just like trying to draw attention to the stuff and being mindful of, of, of that sort of thing. Because like, that's the other thing. Like, I forget who said this or how they quite framed it. But it's like, yeah, like if you're not in control, like that's that's the bad thing. Like mm-hmm. if you want to have a kid, great, do it. But like choose to do it. Not just like, oh shit. Choose. Yeah, choose, yeah, to, choose do it. to do it. Be more responsible than my parents and I can only assume your parents were. Yeah, well, and, and, and then once having made that choice, like, commit to it. Like, do it up. Be like, all right, this is this is who I am now. And uh, also that. Yeah, yes. I don't, I, okay, so maybe I don't get to go out with the boys and drag 20-ton rocks around quite as much because, uh, but you know what? There, there are some things in life that are, that are just as important as dragging 20-ton rocks around. <laughs> And that's that's raising the next generation to drag twenty ton rocks around. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get even a little bit weirder? Like we have our weird like new world order ten commandments. Yes. And by the way, people hate this shit. 
especially American people, because when you say temper, faith, and, you know, passion and reason, they're like, no, don't tread on me. They, it's been vandalized. Um, mm. Somebody wrote a uh, spray painted down with the New World Order on it. It's like, God, go fuck yourself. Like, like if the most threatening thing to you is, uh, yeah, six standing stones in Georgia, like... Buddy, you, you got it good. Like, if that's the most threatening thing to your life, you got it real good. <laughs> yeah, but here's some other weird shit with it, because this is a really weird mm-hmm. thing. Um, There's a tablet that identifies the structure, and it just writes out, like, it, it gives the, like, the, what do you call that? The schematics of the piece, uh-huh. which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I think with any art installation, you would do that, right? Uh, so it does that, and then it also lists there's a time capsule buried beneath it, but there's a blank space from when it was supposed to be put in, and then there's a blank space for when it's supposed to be taken out. Mm. And then it's got a little placard on it that says, The Georgia Guidestone Center Cluster Erected March 22nd, 1980. And beneath that, it has, uh, Let these guidestones be, let these be guidestones to an age of region. Mm. Or, wow, try that again. Let these be guidestones to an age of reason. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. It mentions some of the uh, astronomic features. So there's a, and this is this is written on the stones, and this is all written also in. So here's what it is: Babylonian, Classic Greek, Sanskrit, and Ancient Egyptian. So he wrote this all in the other eight languages plus these four. So twelve different languages on this bad okay. boy. It gives some of the astronomical features as a channel through the stone that indicates a celestial pole. So like a direct contact to whatever is up. Mm. Um, horizontal slots inside of these stones they like track the passage of the sun and then the sunbeam through the capstone marks noontime throughout the year so like on the very top when the sun shines through the top of the hole or through the top through the hole it's high noon. okay okay yeah hmm. um the author of these pieces was rc christensen which is listed as a pseudonym the sponsors were a small group of americans who seek an age of reason and the time capsule is placed six feet below the spot on left blank to be opened on left blank. It's, hmm. it's some real weird shit. I don't, I don't know if it's anything. It's got a lot of solid notes for like, Hey, we need to, this is what we probably ought to think about doing, but I don't know. Just Georgia Guidestones. It's probably not the new world order. It's probably, I bet it was just somebody who was drunk. I, I bet it was yeah. some eccentric billionaires. Like let's, let's really fuck with these guys. Some dude who just like made buku bucks on peaches. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, I got a, uh, what can I write off? What can I write off here on my, yeah. Like a uh, Georgia peach farm, uh, empire. I got to I got to uh, what can I do? Oh, go, go down to the community college and find some, <laughs> find some art major over there. Um, but, but, but I, but, but I, and yet, I still, I still uh, appreciate the idea. I appreciate the effort. Like it, and if nothing else, it, yeah, sort of channeling the 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 long tradition of taking heavy stones and stacking them up and then putting a thing on top. So, <laughs> but I got to ask mm. you. So. All right. So, what did I give you? Uh, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew. Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian, plus ancient Greek, Babylonian, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphics. There's a there's a there's a time capsule, right, with no close open date or whatever. Mm. Do you think that this is like a future time capsule to like 
that was one of the things that R.C. Christensen stated, was this has to be able to, like, withstand catastrophe. That's true. Do you think this is a time capsule to, like, so the world has been decimated? Oh, we're walking through the desert, and, oh, here we are. Thank God, Josh, because we only speak Attic Greek and uh, <laughs> Egyptian hieroglyph. And we come across this, like, you and me, we come across this weird, like, standing stone in the desert that used to be the, the glorious Georgia. And, oh, my God, this is the, like, the, 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 the blueprints for a next society. Mm. You know? Well, and, I and, know. and I'm... A gift we left to ourselves. Yeah, well, and, and I guess that's part of it, too. Like, I wonder if, like, uh, like we're supposed to, like, maybe deposit stuff in there. Like, do, like, a seed bank or something. Like here's uh Ooh. here's some like corn. Okay. Here's some red beans. Here's some red wheat. Um, do a little seed bank and just tuck that in into the vault. Um, and then yeah, after how many ever years or whatever, um, or how many ever uh, global catastrophes, then yeah, people come <laughs> along and be like, oh neat seeds, I can restart civilization. Mark 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 loads up a new game file and. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like my first new yeah. load. We'll see about the second yeah. one. This darn location's bullshit. Whoops, all yeah. volcanoes. <laughs> there is four volcanoes on my goddamn map. Okay, I'm no, sorry. No, it's okay. It's not right. <laughs> but yeah, so 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 yeah. Well, and I um, I only wish that maybe it was uh uh less um unequivocal. Like I wish there was more mystery. Yeah. Like I, I wish that. You were talking about uh, that 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 they had the little tablet, kind of explaining what it is, and oh, and if you and, and this shows the sun, and this shows shows the stars, and and if you insert a quarter over here, you, you get an ice cold Coca Cola um, off the side, right? I mm-hmm. I I almost wish that it was more mysterious and uh, mm. sort of like just well 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 because that was the thing, right? Like just just within twenty twenty. Some some uh, installation artist went around like a couple different spots of the world and just dropped like a like a like a giant metal. Um, I guess you. Oh yeah, those giant obelisks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See or monoliths. Yeah. yeah. See. Yeah. So uh, this uh, R. C. Christensen, like, like man, like it, if if like without a word, without a presser, without or and, and not eat, so like. Sure, you can like carve the carve the languages in because I mean e- even in nineteen nineteen eighty nineteen eighties yeah e- so even then people would be able to like translate it or, or figure it out and all that but yeah like don't don't tell the newspaper don't have an unveiling don't uh, just just mm-hmm. one day it's there um, people wake up the next morning and then boom there it is um, that 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 would have been I I would have given that a, a little more. A little more credence or a little more thought, I guess. Okay. Instead of like, okay, hey enough. everybody, here's my plan to save the world. Um, this is granite quarried from uh, Vermont or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was local Georgia. Oh, okay, okay. If, if that makes okay. any difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like it is. I should have said that, but I. I oh no! Well, well, no, but but still, so like, but but yeah, to that point, like. You know, maybe uh, uh, save 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 something from your audience. Don't you know? Don't don't just tell them everything all off the bat. Leave them wanting more. Leave them asking questions, and you know. But uh, but but still, like I I wouldn't say no to more standing stones. Like if that just became a thing, like um, uh, yeah, there was 
there was like the trend for a little bit of, of like stacking stones, right? Like everybody was going around like, oh, oh let me yeah. uh, on this hiking trail, let me stack some stones and take an Insta. It's like, well, that's a good like baby step. Um, okay, that's a good baby step, but like also fucking um, park rangers make Karen's to mark trails. Don't be right, right, exactly. Like, yeah, so so that too, that too, and you fucking killed that family in Utah, and you know it, Gregory, <laughs> Greg. You fool! Piece of shit. Just because, just because you were trying to get internet likes, you doomed you doomed that family of five and their dog, and the dog. The dog died too, bastard, Gray. <laughs> but yeah, so okay, so 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 Mark, let me let me sort of ask yeah. you this as, as as I'm sort of anticipating that we're that we're drawing to a close here. You with your uh, wealth of geology knowledge you you may be at an advantage uh to against me and the listeners but uh you have an rc christensen come up and say mark i want you to design a new megalithic structure with with standing stones or whatever or make it a carn or make it a uh whatever what's your what what um what what materials are you going with what what geometry what shape what are you thinking? What's your ideal? So like method? I've got, so I gotta like I gotta give RC I gotta like make RC Christensen and his weird clandestine group idea come to life. Well, 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 or uh, well, maybe not that necessarily. Am I the sculptor? Like, maybe, is this my project? Maybe or? you're the RC Christensen, and and you. Oh, I'm yeah, the RC and Christensen. You have the shadow money from whatever and uh, whatever the contractors uh, bid is you just you just write a check okay so so yeah so you're the you're the mysterious uh stone i mean i i reckon i'd keep i'd keep most of them i think i'd not put that one about the five hundred thousand. but also whatever that's fine i i I get it like or not five hundred thousand. what i say yeah Yeah, no five hundred million i'm not to keep that one but like i'd add some weird shit too Mm -hmm. though like I I don't know like would you like the, the the sun's the sun only really shines when it's raining and just have people like really just get super fucked up yeah. about it and like well what does that mean what doesn't it mean ah like would you uh, stick with granite would you do something else would you do a different uh, different type of stone I mean are we doing like blank yeah, check here blank blank check whatever whatever they say this is your you are you are Merlin levitating rocks from whatever corner of the earth and arranging them in whatever configuration just your your ideal megalith and you can carve stuff in it you can carve advice for the future you can leave it mysterious you can bury oh so i just get yeah okay yeah. okay, okay. You, you can bury deer bones at the bottom just to like fuck with people um but yeah so so what is your blank check starring <laughs> macaulay Culkin? What is your blank check? Uh, get to make any sort of megalithic structure. What are you thinking? It'd be the same, like weird, awkward. It's gonna line up with the sun. No, it's gonna line up with like the minor solstices, right? Mm-hmm. So like, so like Walpurgis knocked, and then like May Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right? like that. Okay, so that's that's the one. They're like, oh, he he must be a witch. That's why it lined up this way. And it, it's not. I just wanted to be a dick and fuck with you guys. Mm-hmm. But then like. The the monoliths are going to be just like standing pillars of a of a mineral called a amazonite, Ooh. and it's like this like 
green, kind of looks like jade with like streaks of white through it. Oh, okay. And just in that, it's going to say, pineapple goes on pizza. Get horned up for mayhem. <laughs> pineapple and goes- just watch all of society yeah. crumble about, look upon my works, ye mighty in despair. <laughs> the, my monolith has blown your society up. <laughs> yeah. you, you In your dreams, city state yeah. boy. Pineapple goes on pizza. Stay mad, chuds. <laughs> How about you? What's what's your stuff made out of? Yeah, so I um um I think I, I think it'd be really cool. Well, well, like we were talking about some of the uh, 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 glacial upheaval, right? Or the uh, erratics. Yeah, yeah, where where it's like here's a stone that clearly does not belong in this location because because I think that's also part of it too. Yeah, maybe that's why they decided to go. 150 miles to this other place because like well if it looks like the stones around here it's not going to be special i got to find something that, that kind of stands out um yeah like figure the glacier rolls over picks up this giant rock and it's a giant thing of ice and doesn't give a fuck so it picks up mm-hmm. the rock and just drags it and drops right, it right 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 so i i guess yeah. um yeah yeah it's, and maybe because maybe because i have grown up in the valley and 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 for all it's many many faults for all many faults it does still kind of have a special place in my heart um i i would want to drop something in kind of in the middle of um the great sand dunes uh national park and preserve so like as people are walking the dunes or whatever like and, and, and like pretty far in pretty far in so it's not like the school uh uh, uh field trip just discovers it but you like you like have to trek way into the dunes. You're climbing everything, and then you cross one peak. You're like, wait, what is, what is that? And it's yeah, maybe like a jet black obsidian kind of thing. Um, okay. And, and yeah, just okay. have just have uh, nothing nothing too wild. But yeah, I I want to put yeah maybe uh, maybe a, a little kind of circle. Uh, nothing, nothing too wild, but yeah, that'd be, th- that would be really cool. I, I, I think like something just completely foreign rock or mineral really doesn't have any business being there. And yet here's just this monster, uh, uh, yeah, 20 tons of this thing that, uh, that's just there. <laughs> and as far as like, get over it, yeah, nerds. get over it, wrap your mind around this. And, and I'm not I'm I'm not too keen on any of the writing, or something like that, um, or okay. or okay. just again kind of like you're saying, just like really mess with people and uh, come up with some kind of like fake symbols or something that kind of looks like writing or looks like some sort of cuneiform. Looks like it should be something, but no, it's just something for people <laughs> to argue about online many years from now. <laughs> I, can I change my answer? Yes, yes, please do. Because as you were saying this, I decided I really wanted to change it. Okay. I want just a single, like, piece of, um, uh, just, uh, just column or basalt, just like a big piece of, like, just kind of gray, blackish rock. Mm-hmm. And I want it like you're saying in the sand dunes. But I want this thing to be like the fucking, like, Colossus of Rhodes, and it's just yeah. going to be a big old penis. <laughs> but Danny DeVito is the head of the book. <laughs> And you're just going to find it in the middle of the great sand dunes. <laughs> and maybe you find, like, maybe it's fallen over. So, like, 
you just see like this like the, the weird smooth shaft sticking out of the sand. Maybe you like see the head of Danny DeVito in the like the the, the reminiscent Ramsey's the second right, pose. Yeah. Just you know, look yeah. upon my work she mighty in despair. And like there's just the head and it's like, let's uncover more. Ah yes, there is his neck. More of his neck. Really, Even more of his really neck, Jesus neck. Christ. Those just terminating just like the biggest set of like nuts you can get yeah. into like that thing. <laughs> That's that's what I want. I'm sorry. I love I, it. No, I was trying brilliant. to be high minded about it with like the pizza or with the pineapple as a valid topping. No, it's is I want a 150 foot tall columnar basalt of Danny DeVito. That penis. would be amazing. That's what I want. That'd be amazing. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm inspired. Maybe I'll go start practice my rock dragging uh, as as soon as we hang up here. But uh, but but listeners, thank you for joining us on, on this episode. Uh, and tell us what you think. Have you have, have you visited any of these spots? Have you been to Stonehenge? Have you been to uh, 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 Ave, Ave, Avebury? That was another one? Yeah, Avebury. Avebury. Yeah, have, Avebury have, yeah. have you been to some of these? Have you seen them yourself? Uh, have you been to the Georgia Guidestones? Are you R.C. Christensen? Uh, wouldn't that be weird if like... Do you support the New World Order? Do does it not sound order? that bad to you? Because it doesn't sound that bad to uh, me. Oh no, can you imagine everybody getting along? Oh. I said 7 out of 10, so I think I'm like, by default, on board. Um, what, what, would your, what would your standing stone megalithic structure be? Uh, different, uh, different, different composition? Oh, gee, excuse me. Um, some, of that, some of that Sierra Madre mountain mama uh, making an emergence again. <laughs> Um, but 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 tell us, let us know. We always love we always love interacting. We always love hearing from you. And uh, you can you can send us an email, for instance, uh, to two wizards podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at two wizards pod c one. Uh, I'm on Twitter at plaid barbarian. And Mark, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Marky Stardust on Twitter. And maybe tonight you were listening to this episode and you're like, dude, this Mark guy is charming. Yeah. He was fumbling, yeah. He was getting horned up for the big numbers of the stones and stuff. But I just, I gotta get more God, of him. And you can do that by more? going over to our sister. Yeah, you need more Mark sometimes. You can do that. You can check me out on our, like, I guess you call it sister podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm hazy on what family members' podcasts are. Yeah. But whatever, that doesn't matter. I'm at uh, the Dangle podcast, where me and my buddy Johnny uh, break down two episodes of King of the Hill every week. And it's a lot of fun, and you ought to stop on by if you've watched King of the Hill. And if you haven't, well, that would be a really weird place for you to watch or, or to consume me as a medium. Yeah, I don't know. Final thoughts, Josh. I always... I'm bad at this. No, 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 no. You are not bad. You're not bad. You just had... You you had Big Rocks on the mind. You had Civ Six on the mind. Uh, and, and that is Fucking a... Dragon titties on the mind. Yeah. <laughs> just popping dragon titties in a too tight white racing t-shirt covering the water. <laughs> Uh, that, that's I think I, I can't think of a better way to end it than than uh, that visual right there. So I guess I guess till next time, everybody. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm a wizard. I'm Mark, and I'm a wizard. Take care, everyone. Good night, guys. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all.